Good morning from St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Goshen, Indiana. Today is Sunday, July 28, 2019, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Using today's Gospel, Father Royce Gregerson encourages us to remain persistent in prayer, even when it seems like God isn't answering ours. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Church encourages us today to be persistent in prayer. We see two examples, Abraham and the man from our Lord's parable, who obtain what they desire because of their persistence. We know, though, that this persistence can be hard to emulate. Even when we are persistent, God can at times seem not to be answering our prayers. So it's very hard, then, to continue being persistent when it seems like God isn't hearing and answering us. So let's look then at three ways in which we can be tempted to give up on prayer because our prayers would seem not to be heard. Notice I'm using the word seem there. <laughs> Things are often very different than they appear. We can frequently be deceived by what we really desire. It's often the case when jealousy becomes involved. We could think, Lord, can't we, why, why can't we be happy like that family? They always seem so perfect, but we're always fighting. Or, Lord, why can't we have more financial security like those people? They've got a big house and drive new cars and wear really nice clothes. However, when we desire the possessions of others or even immaterial goods like their happiness, we often do not see the carefully disguised pain that lurks just below the surface. Envying the happiness of another person is particularly dangerous because all of us carry secret burdens and sufferings. And sometimes people who appear the happiest, who have the most carefully crafted, picture-perfect lives on the outside, are the ones carrying around the most hurt and suffering. God then does not always answer these prayers in the way we anticipate because it would not be good for us to receive what we desire. Not be good for us to have a life like the people whose lives seem perfect but actually have more problems than we realize. In the gospel, our Lord points out that a good father does not give his child his snake when he asks for bread. Likewise, the Lord does not give us something bad when we ask for something good. Nowadays, our children ask us for snakes and we give them to them, usually in the form of smartphones, video games, and other sorts of electronics. At other times, it seems that our prayers are not answered because we ask that the Lord remove some suffering from our lives. It could be suffering that you experience yourself or that someone dear to you experiences. While suffering is the result of a fallen world itself, the result of original sin, it's important for us to remember that suffering is not the greatest evil. That, rather, is sin. But this truth has been obscured by the modern world's pursuit of pleasure and comfort at all costs. We live in a society that views discomfort as being intolerable or even unjust, and therefore cannot accept that God would allow anyone to suffer. In reality, though, God will allow us to suffer only as much as he knows that we are capable of handling with the help of his grace. This is why we should frequently seek the help of the sacraments when we're suffering in body or in spirit. The Eucharist as often as possible, confession on a regular basis too, and the anointing of the sick when suffering finally brings us to face our bodily death. This is not at all to say that it's wrong for us to pray that our sufferings be removed, and especially that the sufferings of others be removed. But rather, we should always ask in our prayers that we also be granted the resignation to suffer well what we experience in body and spirit, being ready to offer our sufferings for the good of our brothers and sisters and for the salvation of the whole world. 
The third and final kind of prayers that we frequently see as unanswered are those prayers by which we seek that God does remove a true evil from the world. Since suffering, as I've explained, is not true evil, these are the evils of sin. We might ask ourselves, why does God allow so much unbelief in the world? Why does he allow our government to pass laws infringing upon the rights of all persons to life and threatening the sanctity of marriage? Why does he allow the media and entertainment industries to poison the minds and hearts of people young and old? It may seem strange, but God allows so much disbelief in the world because he wants to increase your faith. That's right. God allows others not to believe in him because he so greatly desires you to have even greater faith. He wants you to love him with the fervor of all those who do not love him, to pray on behalf of all those who do not pray to him, to follow his teachings more closely on behalf of those who do not know them or choose not to follow them. When we struggle to understand how God is working in our lives, it's always good for us to return to the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She dealt with so much uncertainty, from the mysterious announcement of the virgin birth to her son's death on Calvary, but she did so always with a spirit of trust and faith, never abandoning her son. Do not forget to ask her to help you to see the Lord's work with trust and to always respond as she did. Let it be done unto me according to thy word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us today at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. Today's sermon was given by Father Royce Gregerson, pastor at St. John's. More sermons as well as Mass and Confession Times are on our website, stjohncatholic.com. That's stjohncatholic.com. Stay connected by liking our page on Facebook. You can find us by searching for St. John Goshen. If you'd like to learn more about the Catholic Church or faith, please call our church office at 574 533 3385. The music for today's podcast is Salve Regina, arranged and performed by James Richardson, St. John's Director of Sacred Music.